Hey guys, thanks for tuning into our podcast. We hope that you are encouraged by the content. Our vision is that we link people to Christ to see them set free, healed, and empowered. Thanks for letting us be a part of your journey. Amen. Give it up for all of our actors one more time. Thank you guys so much for the sacrifice of time and energy. And so the point that we want to drive home today during this illustrated sermon is basically this, an experience. Different people experience Jesus in different ways. And so what does an experience defined mean? It is something that you have been able to gain through, and, uh, through, through spending time and being in the midst of. And so all of these individuals, through this time capsule that we've been able to find, uh, is an experience that they had in a moment of time with Jesus as he was here on this earth. Many of you have had an experience with Jesus. And regardless of what anyone uh, tries to experience, explain to you or out of your faith, there's no way that someone can cause you to forget the experience that you've had with Jesus. Now, there's the first four books of the Bible, or excuse me, of the New Testament. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They're the same exact story of Jesus, but they all have different experiences. There was the experience of one that wanted to talk about on how Jesus came for all of the nations. There's another book that that describes on how the love of Jesus and the compassion that the heavens had on us opened the door for Jesus to come in, get up on that cross, and become a savior for the world. All types of experiences that we have on a daily basis. Uh, maybe when, when Jesus was carrying the cross to Golgotha and he had gotten beat up so bad that he was unrecognizable. And there was an individual that as Jesus was going, he had a heart of compassion. Experience brought him to a place of compassion and he dropped down to help Jesus and help him carry his cross. Or, or how about the experience that the two thieves had beside Jesus up on the cross? Can you imagine that you are, are at your last moments? One was just kind of like, he was so rebellious that it didn't matter what was going on. He, there was no belief in him. But there was one that his experience brought him to a place of needing hope in a Savior. There's experiences that will draw you closer to Jesus if you allow them to. Let's take it to a personal place. I remember at the age of 10 when I received Jesus. And my experience in a room, hearing the message. It was an illustrated sermon that was going on in the church that I grew up in in New York. And the message was so compelling. And all the things that were going on at home, they just, it was not good. But I I heard a message of hope and, and the experience of that moment allowed me to see Jesus as Lord and Savior. And I accepted him into my heart. There was experiences where I found myself in a combat zone and, and, and I, I was praying for protection and what was going on around me led me to a place of seeing Jesus as a protector. 
remember the experience that I had with Jesus when, when my youngest daughter was having seizures and, and my oldest daughter was diagnosed with, with diabetes. And, and, and the experience that I had with Jesus at that moment was Jesus, healer. I remember the experience that I had when Jesus, when my marriage was on the rocks. And at that moment, my experience led me to Jesus my restorer see we all have experiences some of us have experiences and those experiences cause us to look at God like it's his fault there are moments in my life where I had an experience with God and it was God not doing what I was asking him to do and my experience that moment led me to just be like, God, why, why won't you hear me? Why won't you answer my prayer only to find out, thank God for unanswered prayers. And my experience that I thought was a negative one, it was actually God protecting me. Some of you have had some experiences with God, but still have not allowed yourself to get to a place where you've given your heart fully to God. In the book of Romans, I love the scripture that says Jesus came. And while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So he died for your sins, but he, but he resurrected to give you life. See, it doesn't stop at the death. See, most of us are like, whoo, thank God, I don't, have to, I don't have to be judged for what I have done. Whoo, thank you, God, for the death. No, thank God that he resurrected, that I no longer have to live with the, the pressure on my mind of second guessing. Because once the burden is lifted from me, then he steps me into a season and I'm reminded of the scripture where Jesus said that he came so that we can have life and that we can have life more abundantly. See, most of us would associate that with money, right? Jesus came so that we can have more money. Well, the reality is, is that some of you, if you had more money, you would kill yourself. What do you mean, Pastor G? Well, if you... If you are consuming what you're consuming now with limited resources, imagine if you had more. See, some of us now, if with limited resources, we don't give all of our heart to God, then imagine if we, if we had more. A lot of theologians will argue and be like, well... Jesus didn't resurrect on this day and how and argue and this and that, but can we agree on one thing? Did he resurrect? And is he the savior of the world? And is he the lamb of God? And is he to return again? And so I don't care if you celebrated on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Easter, Christmas, summertime, at the beach, at the lake, it doesn't matter, but can we agree to celebrate that I was dead 
in my sin, headed in the wrong direction, but because of a day like today, God opened the gates and allowed us to have access to God the Father. The Bible says this, that none of us will have access to the Father unless through the Son. And some of us are really good talkers. And we could talk ourselves out of every situation. How many of y'all in the house are good talkers? You talked yourself out of some stuff. Y'all are there right now like, Ooh. But you're not good enough to talk yourself into justification. The only thing that can justify you in the eyes of God is the blood of Jesus. And the good news is this, that we have access to that. You have access to it. You have access to the blood. You got access to the blood. You got access to the blood. You have access to the blood. In the back, you got access to the blood. All of you in here, we all have access to the blood. And when we accept it's as simple as this. God, I believe. And all of a sudden, the things that have been done are all wiped away. You know what that's called? Grace. It even feels good come, coming out of my mouth. Grace. Somebody say grace. Grace defined as the unmerited favor of God. Something you didn't work for, but is available to you. And I'm so grateful for grace that it impacts my life and impacts my children's life. My family as a whole are, are, are able to grab a hold to this grace and do what it is that we do. Will you grab grace and do what God has called you to do? It's not about a church thing. It's about a God thing. The good thing about church is that we get to do this together. And when you don't feel like it, somebody's like helping you along the way. Like, come on, you got this, brother. It's kind of like having a good workout partner. How many of y'all real good about going to the gym all by yourself? I knew it, three of y'all. But when you got a good workout partner, when you want to put the weight down at nine, they say, you got one more. You could do ten. Come on. And those days that you don't want to get up out of the bed, they're calling you up like, come on, we can do this. We, we're down five pounds. We can continue to push through. The good thing about this, where the Bible says never forsake the gathering, is that when you don't feel like it, somebody's calling you up and saying, we can do this. Come on, you've come this far. Don't give up now. Take the next step. Push a little bit harder. Your kids will get in line. Your husband will get straight. Your wife will get in order. Let's push through, not because we feel like it or because we want to, but because God is able. And if we can stay in position, then we will be able to do what God in heaven says that we can do 100% of the time. But God is just saying this. Just take one step. And sometimes that step is a, is, a, is a step of faith. One little step almost feels like a giant leap, doesn't it? 
The change is not changed until it's changed. And see, some of us can respond to the call of receiving Jesus in our lives, but it's not what happens in this room that matters a whole, a whole lot. What matters is when you leave this room, will you be consistent? See, I love following God. You know why? Because I don't ever have to guess what he's going to do. Now, how he does it, he is multifaceted. And when I think he's going to do it one way, he shifts on me a little bit. And when I think he's going to do it one way, he shifts on me a little bit. God will use a donkey. He will use a horse. He will use any. He, he'll cause the sun to sit still. Listen, God is a God that is multifaceted in how he does. He is unlimited in how he will respond. But I never have to question his faithfulness. That is what remains the same forever. The Bible says this, Narka. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means that when I have gained access to salvation, I don't have to guess tomorrow whether I'm saved still or not. As long as I'm in line with God, God says, I got you. I got you. Ooh, you almost stumbled there. I got you. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done on the cross for us. It, this doesn't take eloquent words. This doesn't take uh, uh, intelligent, high uh, academia, academia words. It doesn't. We don't. We're not required to be all intelligent and and have all of this knowledge and information. It's just simple as this: Jesus died on the cross, rose on the third day for you and I, so that we can live our lives according to His will and purpose. And one day He will return again for His church. Is that simple. If it was more complicated, it wouldn't be God. Do you realize that? If it was, if God was complicated, then how could it be God? See, oftentimes, you ask somebody, how are you? And they say, well, I'm blessed. Because they got stuff. Well, someone in the third world country is not blessed because they don't have stuff. How could that be God? That's complicated. But I could be saved here. I could be saved on the East Coast. I could be saved on the West Coast. I could be saved all the way in Puerto Rico. I could be saved all the way in Africa, in, in Dominican Republic, in Asia, in Europe. See, that's a, across the board. I could be saved right in the seat where you're sitting in. You know what that means? That you can too. Some of y'all have been putting this thing off for way too long. And saying, well, when I get it right, then I'll come to God. And God is saying this, you're never going to get it right. You're never going to get it right. You're human. So, we will never achieve perfection until we're before God up in heaven. But the Bible does say this, that you ought to be working for perfection. Like you should be moving towards perfection. Like you should be more better every day. Like, like Johnny on the spot said up there, we should be working towards perfection every single day. What does that mean? That we're going from glory to glory, from faith to faith, lacking excuse from excuse. And so on this Resurrection Sunday, 
2023. What is your experience with God? And will you be allow yourself to begin to see him in a different light? Removing all excuses from your vocabulary. And begin to do exactly what God has called you to do. Why? Because if he said it, his words will not return null and void. Every head bowed and every eye closed in this place. God, we honor you and we thank you for being an awesome, sovereign God. Thank you for sending Jesus to do the work that he did. Thank you for opening up the doors of salvation for all. God, your word says that you are not a respecter of not one, God. All of us. God, and I thank you that I, me, personally, have access to your salvation. But you're sovereign and you didn't only make it available to me, God. You've made it available to the entire world. And your word says that you will not return until every ear has heard. And so as we are hearing in this place and those that will be watching us online and streaming and as, as it's available to the world, Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus that we would do all that we can to make your name famous. And Lord, there will be that day that you will return for your church. But until then, let us do all that we can now to live according to your word and allow us to be reapers of the blessing of heaven. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're in this place and you're saying, you know what, I, I got some things going on in my life and I need to experience Jesus as Lord and Savior of my life. I've never made a decision, but I want to. Today I realize that something's got to change. If that's you and you want to make Jesus Lord and Savior of your life, will you raise your hand right where you are? Anyone, I see that hand here. Is anyone, I see that hand. I see that hand back there. I see it. I see it anymore. I need more individuals that will say, listen, I'm, I see it there. I see it. I see hands all over the place. Your experience today is of salvation. Hallelujah. Let's repeat after me, church, and let's come alongside them. Dear Jesus, today I accept you as Lord and Savior of my life. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me for living a wicked life. But it ends today. And as you resurrected, God, I pray that you would resurrect me and that you would allow me to turn my life around and follow you in the name of Jesus. Everyone says amen. Can we celebrate those individuals? <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to make one more call. And I realize that there's some individuals that have come and you haven't been in a church in a long time. And that's okay. Welcome home. Welcome home. We don't, we don't cast judgment around here. We all need Jesus alike. I just happened to get dressed up in this fancy suit today. But there's no such thing as church clothes around here. Because Jesus wants to look at your heart. There's no judgment of character in people here. Because we all come to Jesus broken. And light cannot exist or darkness cannot exist where light is. 
And so if we were always a room of light and no darkness, then how could we ever illuminate anything? So maybe it's been a while for you and you're saying, you know what, I don't know why I, I waited so long. But I want to give you an opportunity to reconnect with God and the Father. And so if you've fallen away, but you are ready to re be reconnected, reconnected and rededicate your life, could you just slip up your hand right where you are? Is there anyone that's ready to reconnect? I see that hand. Thank you for your obedience. I see that hand right there. Anybody else? Yeah, I see those hands in the back. I see those hands. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome home. Welcome home. Listen, folks could look around and be like, damn, I thought, nah, y'all mind y'all business. Ain't none of your business. When folks got to get right, listen, we ought to celebrate folks. <laughs> celebrate them. And so I pray in the name of Jesus, every individual that raised their hand to rededicate their life, I pray that you fall in love with God greater and deeper than you've ever before. That God will heal your heart and heal your mind and restore you. And I know that it's difficult to forget about what has happened, but I pray that God will give you a different view and that you will see it, not as failures, but as lessons of what not to do any longer. God, we love you and we thank you for today. We celebrate you, Jesus. Thank you for being here with us. We honor you in the name of Jesus. And everyone says, amen. Welcome to Tension with the announcement. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to take a moment to share this and tag us as we are on all social media platforms at The Linked Church. Our motto is why do life alone? 